Y'all old. You don't say some have some margaritas and fall asleep. You want to be a a bad bee so bad. <laughs> say y'all. I ain't had no margarita. <laughs> Chris had a burger and fell asleep. <laughs> bad itis. <sighs> I, feel man, I was busy all day today, bro. Me too, man. I've been stressed. Man, I bought a car and I ain't even get my car yet. <laughs> Uh, then you take pictures? pictures? Right. I, that's what nah, I was man, saying. That came you from just, the website. You just so hop in the car you. and took pictures? <laughs> no. So, you know, I made it real simple. I just came to the dealership. I already knew how the, how the car drives. It's certified, so it shouldn't be nothing wrong with it. I was like, yo, I want that one. And I did the paperwork for it, and I was like, all right, cool. I'll be back in a week. And Because they were like, well, you got to get to detail. They, it's not the one you up. work with? Nah, man, because they wouldn't. First off, they wouldn't, they couldn't get what I wanted. And so they was like, they tried to dealer trade for it. And he was like, yo, we can't get nothing you want. So just go ahead and get that one from the other one. We ain't going to be mad. Because like the car inventory in, in America is just trash right now. Like it's really hard to get vehicles. And so I went there and I got it, made everything super easy. Like I was probably one of the easiest customers ever. And long story short, the used car manager kept spinning me like, yo, your car is in detail. We don't know when it's going to be ready. And they were supposed to have it ready like that night. They were like, well, it'll be ready that Monday when I sign the paperwork. We'll just drop it off to your crib because the sales lady actually lived like 15 minutes from me. And um, so long story short, after that, it was just like, yeah, we don't know when it's going to be ready. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, you could at least give me like a loaner or something. I was like, listen, if it's just in detail, like just give me a stipend or something. I'll take it to somebody else and get it cleaned up. Or I'll just take it to my job, to my dealership and get it cleaned up. No big deal. And they like wouldn't respond. Like I called like five times. I sent like two emails. So I had to, I feel like, I feel like what most Karens think they really doing, like when they in the wrong when they think they right like i called the manager and so i called the gm i was like yo i was like i ain't getting no answers on when my car gonna be ready i can either y'all can either call me back with some with a resolution or i can go get a car go rent one and then i sue y'all to make y'all pay for all the days i had to get a, a rental <laughs> yeah you went straight care like full care bro Dang. and but as soon as i as soon as i sent that message they called me back it was like, yo, we sorry, we'll bring you a loaner right now. And I had a loaner in two hours. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. And it was like, yeah, well, what really happened was you had a chip in the hood of your car and the paint was discolored. So they just had to redo your whole hood. I'm like, why y'all ain't say that from the beginning? I wouldn't even been mad. Mm -hmm. Like, all you had to do was just communicate and say, yo, you know, we had to repaint the hood of your car. Here go a loaner. We'll get it. We'll let you know when it's done. We don't really know because we backed up. Long as I had a new car, that's all I cared that's about. Easy. That's too easy, man. Right. So, so how did you take Instagram pics again, bro? That was not Instagram <laughs> pictures. I like screenshotted that from like Auto Trader, bro. What you was? You just took. A, yeah, you, you was, was in the car. In the car with a with a with a with the, the roof thingy. Ooh. Yeah. Oh no, that was old. Actually, so coincidentally, <laughs> my lady got the same exact car. Hers is the lease. With the oh, roof okay. thing? 
Yeah, we got the, it's the, literally the same exact model, year, uh, everything. Right. I thought you were subtle stunting. I was like, nah. look at Mark over here, subtle stunt. No, nah, people, I've been getting a lot of questions like, yo, why you don't ever <laughs> post pictures on your on your IG anymore? All you do is just post stories. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just post a few pictures because I had like four or five people ask me that in the last like week. Hmm. And so I just posted some pictures, but it was I was starting from my from my lady career, from my lady car, you know. Hmm. Okay. No, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, man. But you know. By this weekend, though, like that's gonna be my car that the new picture is gonna be coming from. <laughs> you gonna take you gonna take them pics where you sitting in front, you standing in front of that boy, like ah. right. He's right. like, yeah, you know, God is in the blessing business, right? <laughs> right. Some vague quote, right? <laughs> people get on my nerves. Nah, yeah, I, I'm not really like a flashy person. Let people know like what I'm driving and stuff like that. Like I don't really care about that. But when I go on vacation in September, oh, it's gonna be all types of me and somebody's daughter pictures, all vacation. Hopefully, that somebody's daughter is your, your girl. Of course, I mean, you know, <laughs> I ain't gonna. Uh, nah, I'm just playing. Nah, man, but yeah. So, can we talk about? Miss uh Miss Diva the group gonna have uh first off let's go ahead and open this thing up welcome to the Patriot Podcast uh as everybody always say that I like to say this your boy Marky Mark we got Collins we what got up, what up? so we're gonna talk about the Diva the group gonna uh, fall asleep after having some margaritas all right first of all he was the one who said. What time we was gonna do this thing? No, right? I was right. Not. No, I was not. You all said ten and nine thirty, and I just agreed and said yes. And I pushed it up thirty minutes though. I was, I like, was looking at the clock, but that margarita kicked in, and I ain't had no control. Sleep <laughs> happened. <laughs> Margaritas on the Wednesday. The sleep. Hey, it's been a week. <laughs> oh, Glad you went up. Running around Bill Cosby, bro. You right. Been, I'm sorry. That's terrible. That is terrible. Didn't Bill get acquitted? Yeah, it was like. Yo. Yeah, Yo. yeah, man. It was like a mistrial because he, even though he confessed, it they couldn't, they weren't supposed to use that against him in the court of law. They said that if he confessed, that they weren't going to use them, that against him, but they used it against him. And so they had to let him go. So it's considered a mistrial or whatever. Doesn't mean that he's innocent. It just means that the court of law did it wrong. OJ wasn't innocent either. I still don't think OJ did it. I think it was his son. OJ wasn't innocent either, but the glove didn't fit. That's all I'm saying. On he, was other found news, guilty in that, he was found guilty in the uh, civil case. And he, he put out a movie that said, if I did it, or a book, this it is how I would do it. Yo, I saw this one, like, well, it's not recent, but uh, it recently surfaced. He did, like, an interview after, you know, some years after the trial. And, uh, you know, the reporter was like, well, did you do it? He said no. But, like, they cut to, like, uh, you know, just, like, uh, some downtime. Oh, he was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that interview. 
honestly, I really don't remember the case because I think we was in like fourth grade or something when that happened, maybe seventh grade. Yeah, oh, I was uh, shoot, I was what early nineties. <laughs> yeah, I think my we brother was, in, was still in Pampers. <laughs> yeah, I think I was in like seventh grade because I remember like all the black teachers in the school. All the teachers in my school is pretty much black, but I remember all the teachers like watching it on TV. My, like oh, my y'all science learn nothing that week. Yeah, we ain't learned nothing that week of that case. I remember that because the teachers was just watching that all day. She was like, "Yo, y'all quit playing in the background, girl." What they say? Like they running from classroom to classroom, hey, like seeing if each other watching. Mark, you old, bro. Yeah, I am. You know, man. <laughs> so speaking of old, so like, okay, I'll be thirty five this year, and so I made it a point this last week. To go like to or these last few weeks, I should say, to go to the doctor and get like all of my my checkups, right? Like, cause you got that, I haven't gotten that one, but I'm actually going to get it. Like, I'm going to get it like before the year is up. I thought you don't get that until you're forty. Yeah, you're supposed they to. They said it. forty. At first, it was like thirty. Then it was like forty. Yeah, it's forty, but. You should get like check it out before forty for early detection. You nervous? Now, don't... Hell yeah, I'm nervous. I'm not. Ain't no. And we talking about we, we talking about the, the, col- uh, the, the colonoscopy. colonoscopy. Yeah. yeah. So I went and did everything else, and which I'm happy to announce I'm in like perfect health. Like literally, they were That's like, good. "Oh, like your vitals and everything is like amazing." That's good. That's good. So I was like, "Cool." Like that made me happy just because like my dad. He had like everything under the sun. He was diabetic. He had by 35, this dude didn't have like three or four strokes, a couple heart attacks under his belt, clogged arteries, you name it, he had it. Mm-hmm. But also he wasn't living a healthy lifestyle at all. Um, and so that had me worry. I think this was probably like, listen, the only time I, I can count on one hand how many times I've been to the doctor since like, my teenage years, not including the dentist. My, well, I, I'm a group this all into one because I go multiple times a year. STD testing, like when I fracture my ankle and. Wait, when you fracture your ankle, you got an STD test? No, this is like separate <laughs> occasions. I, all right, all right. Yeah. I know that was all on the me. I said, no, you I might said as well I was, go ahead and get it. I said I was <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, testing. just just run it all, man. <laughs> I, said, I said I was grouping those together because yeah. I go to those multiple times a year. I only fractured yeah. my ankle once. <laughs> so yeah, my vasectomy when I fractured my ankle and my testings that I go regularly get. And so, you know, I don't go to a doctor. So I had to get like blood work done and all this other crazy stuff, man. And so like that came back good and so that was like one of the most stressful times ever just sitting in that waiting room like you waiting on results that's like worse than honestly like i felt like that was worse than like sitting away see if like your lady pregnant or something like because <laughs> it's like your health like mm-hmm. and so i don't know man so it was crazy but i'm happy like everything was like perfect um it's good you know what i'm saying so I got to get the the colonoscopy done. I ain't excited about that. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah tell me how it is, bro. You too, so, you too, Henry. You gonna be uh up there pretty yeah, soon? Yeah, I mean, H, you the oldest. <laughs> you should you should have been getting this stuff done. When 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 was the last time you been to the doctor to get like a general checkup? 
Actually, I, I, I go every year. Uh, mostly because uh, my my insurance from work, like if we are we have a clean uh, bill of slate, then we get a discount on our insurance. So mm. usually that's been my motive to go to get the checkup is like uh, I, I need this discount because I ain't trying to pay all that money. Um, but but no, it is it's important because you know for like I think back to like my pops, uh, he. You know, old people, old black people especially, like mm-hmm. they, they they don't do their regular checkups. Um, and, and for my dad, like it just happened that he went to go get checked up, and then he found out that he had uh, heart failure, right? Um, so you know, thinking about that, I don't want that to be me. So I, I usually try to go. I you know I stick to the schedule and try to go. But I have the same feelings that you have, Mark, as far as taking tests. Like anytime, like I have a I have a drug test, and I know I. Ain't. I ain't done nothing, but the next day I'm just like, I'm worried. I'm like, man, what if I, what if I, that bagel with them poppy seeds, like, what if that show up? Like, did I smoke? Did I eat right? So, so I'm, I'm all nervous about that, but definitely with, um, you know, the blood test with the diabetes, the high blood pressure, you know, all those things that they're, they're testing for. I mean, my family is, you know, at, at risk for all those things. So anytime the doctor comes back and they, you know, they give me any, numbers i'm doing research i'm on yeah on web md <laughs> oh bro i knew all i knew every like symptom everything i was like yo i think i'm pretty sure it could be this but <laughs> just in case it's not this it's this right here right and here go my vitals what this mean right yeah. while i'm waiting i come home i tell paulie like listen look we only eat vegetables for the rest of the week. I'm only drinking water, take no sugar, like no sugar. Like I'm, you know, I'm super nervous and super conscious, yeah. but no, it's important. I'm, I'm there with you. No, what about yeah. you, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, he ain't been. Nope. <laughs> he ain't. <laughs> he was like, man, let me think about it. Uh, you know, I mean. Yo, you bet not. I haven't been. No, no. That lie. I haven't been for like a regular physical Mm-hmm. Probably in like a couple years. A couple um, years? Yeah. What is wrong on? with you? What I'm waiting on? You yeah. a grown man with, with all them kids? All yeah. 17 of them. I've been going for other stuff, though. Like, okay. like, <laughs> like I, I had a vasectomy a couple years ago. I think it was a couple years ago. Yeah. It'll be a couple years ago. Nineteen, right? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Let me. I'm about to to tell his vasectomy uh, anniversary. Because it was 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 right after my last child, Uh, (laughs) and it was the year you got married. Because I'm about to tell your story. Oh man, man. Hey, that stuff was was great. Like, I'm about to tell a story. So so I seen. I got we, me and my, me and my doctor got real, real personal Mm -hmm. that year. So. I think what was it? it was it was one of your uh it was one of your wedding get-togethers, rehearsal dinners or whatever. And this was the one at Pauline's at your wife's yeah, mother's yeah. house. So me and my ex, we walk in the in the door in the garage. You know, we dapping everybody up. This, your brother was there for the first time. That was it was that day. Uh Jeremiah was there for the first mm. time. So we walking in and we seeing everybody like, oh, what's up, what's up? And so I don't know if if for the people who don't know what Chris looked like, Chris is like six two, like two sixty, two seventy something. I don't know. He 
He, he ain't that big. I was gonna yeah. say you two sixty. I, I was gonna big. give you a solid two twenty, maybe. Right. No, no. And I'm, I'm like, two fifty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm five eleven, two twenty five. So it's a difference. So I come in and Chris grabbed me like he about the like he more his chestnut and I'm Tay Diggs on the best man <laughs> about to throw me over the balcony. He and pulled me in. That strong one, like, man, my nuts hurt. <laughs> I'm like, what? He was like, man, I went and, you know, did the thing. I'm like, what you talking about? He was like, you know, I got the snip. I'm like, oh, okay. He was like, man, I don't know what's going on, but, man, they um, hurt. I'm like, well, Yo. I'm like, man, you just got to, I'm like, man, they might be full. And so this is like our first time having this type of conversation, right? So I'm like, uh, I don't know how to direct this. I'm like, man, you just might need to like rub one out, bro. <laughs> Wait, I'm interested in this. Man, you gotta I, I'm I'm so, the only one here that's never had a vasectomy. So how what's that like? So what what happens is they it's literally uh it's the male equivalent of a tube tie. Yeah, where so like they cut you like, open. It's quicker than a haircut, bro. Yeah, it, it, it like literally took. Minutes. Yeah, I think mine took like five, and it and took ten wait? minutes for the paperwork. Yeah, oh, it's an in and out procedure. You know, they numb you, and uh, they you know go like in, with the cream? go into. No, nah. nah, I had a needle. Nah, like that needle, was right? that was the worst part for me. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's the worst part. Yeah, that was the worst part. Is the non- Well, it wasn't the worst part for me. But wait, they they stick a needle. Yeah, and I mean, you get sack. yeah, you gotta get numb you up because you gotta cut it open. They make a little slit. Yeah, they make and... an incision on the on the right and the left side. They do the right because it's two tubes, right? Because you got two nuts, unless you're born with one or whatever. And so <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, and so they cut the right side open, or he did my right side first. He numbed both sides. He made an incision on the right side, cut it open, pulled the tube out, cut the tube. Burned the ends, tied it in a knot, burned it again, stuffed it back in, and With then a sewed me a... <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what? What did he burn it with? I don't know. I wasn't looking at him. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. looking at the ceiling. Oh. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you can't really just watch. I wouldn't want to watch nobody cut my notes open anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think mine was like, it was like, it was one incision. And, uh. Oh, he did yours with one? Yeah, they did both of them through there, and then uh, you know, zip, 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 zipped it back up. And were you then, laying horizontally? I was on my back. Yeah, yeah, I was on my back, and it was kind of like you lay to one side, then you lay to the other side because he did two for me. Oh, uh, yeah, it was so it was over, you know, in like fifteen minutes. But yeah, so what happened is, man, uh, and this was like I think this was so your bachelor party weekend was like right before i did it so like came back did it i was like all right i'll be good in time for the wedding and stuff i think it was maybe like a week and a half or so okay but um so i got the procedure went back home you know just chilled out you know what i'm saying i ain't moved nothing i think that was like a, a tuesday or wednesday and then your your uh rehearsal dinner was like that weekend so um, I was like, you know, I'll be good. They said you'll be, you know, you can get back to regular whatever in a couple mm-hmm. days. So I was like, all right, cool. 
Man, by the third day, man, I was like, ooh. <laughs> I'm laying in the bed like, ooh. These ones is heavy. And they felt... <laughs> It felt like like I had just two two uh baseballs just yeah man it 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 was all bad so um you know I ain't really think nothing of it I thought it was just you know residual swelling so went to your thing it's back when I had my pickup truck hopped up in my truck and uh, drove down there man that was the longest ride back home like going down there wasn't bad sitting around sitting on them joints. <laughs> sitting around, <laughs> sitting around, you know what I'm saying, moving, and I don't know. I guess they just got inflamed, man, and boys was, got the throbbing, was on fire, man. And uh, <laughs> so, so, man, by the time we go to leave, I could barely sit down. Mark, did you ride with me? Or nah, you had real? Okay. Nah, I, was, I was still with my ex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's away. right. That's so right. I, I'm thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of when I picked you up for uh, the bachelor party. But, um, yeah. yeah, man, like going back home, man, I, I damn near passed out. It was, it was going back from, uh, where you live in St. St. Clair or whatever. <laughs> um, all yeah, the way that was a ride. It was a ride, bro. Every bump, I felt it. So, I go in the next day, like, yo, yo, doc, like, I was just pulled it up, pulled it out, like, man, hey, <laughs> check, check me out, what's going on, doc? <laughs> it's funny how comfortable we get, right? Like, oh, we didn't already have the procedure, you didn't see it clean cut with a fade and all of that. So now it's like, hey, man, look at this. Yeah, man, I was like, you know, it's like, huh, you hit me with one of <laughs> Huh. <laughs> I've never seen this before. I'm like, <laughs> what? Um, it, it looks like it's just a lot of maybe you got an infection. I'm like, man, come on, don't tell me that. Like, <laughs> said, don't let's go follow. Man, so man, I'm nervous, man, and it was just a whole crazy kind of ordeal. Luckily. Uh, so this was, uh, yeah, uh, the, the fall of 2019. So right before the pandemic. So mm -hmm. I had to, uh, I couldn't go to the office. Like I was supposed to be at work. <laughs> I had to tell my boss, like, yo, I can't, uh, I can't walk. <laughs> like having to, um, you know what I'm saying? Kind of explain that, uh, was a little, yeah, it was a little different, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, mine wasn't mine wasn't that bad. Like I, I rested for like two or three days. I mean, I really only rested for like two real days. Like that same day that I had it done, because I had it done like mad early. Yeah. And then I rest the next day, but it was just like my kid's mom, she wouldn't let me chill. <laughs> and then she was like, you need to help come help me with these kids. <laughs> so I had to go help with the kids, man. Like I wasn't picking them up, but they was definitely all climbing on top of me. Cause my Yo, son, what? he only slept on my on my chest when he was. Probably the, the funniest thing I remember. My daughter was uh she was she was going to school um at this like it's a faith based school. She was going there. Uh, this was uh her pre K. So she. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently 
Like they was asking, you know, the teacher was asking the kids, like, oh, what are you doing? You know, what are you up to? All this other kind of stuff. How are you doing? And she told them that my daddy, my, my daddy's back hurt and he's walking like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah, it was. It was funny, man. But yeah, that was like I was like kind of pioneering the work from home thing, man. But it was funny because I kind of got like it was kind of like hard to do at first, and then for a whole year it was just like that's the norm. So, (laughs) but yeah, man, that was um, I never would have imagined that would have happened. For the doctor to say that that he's never seen nothing like that happen, I was like, you know, I don't feel like I won an award or anything like that. I don't even feel honored for being the first in this kind of category. That's never a good sign but, when the uh, doctor's stoked. Especially <laughs> an infection down there. Right. 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 I mean, none medical. It's never like, I've never seen this before. Right. So, you know, luckily it resolved after, but I, I think before your wedding. So yeah. that was good. Um, oh, you know what? I think it happened again because, uh, yeah, it, I got another infection. After your wedding, um, I went deer hunting. Uh, I, yeah, that was the year I shot a deer. End up having to drag him out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, probably maybe, you know, it's dead weight. So, <laughs> nah, <laughs> see, a little over 100 pounds. And I don't know if that was it, but, yeah, I had got probably. another infection. So, I was out for like, I was out of work for like a whole another week and a half again. Man, nah. you're not making this seem like a, an experience I want to even consider. Yeah, mine wasn't that bad. Like, once I got my rest in for my few days, I actually went and remodeled the bathroom because we had just bought a house. And so I was remodeling our upstairs bathroom so we can rent it out um, to a tenant or whatever. So I went and remodeled the bathroom after that, and I was kind of good. Um, I thought like I almost pulled something, but other than that, man, I was good. You know, man, I honestly didn't think I was doing it. Like I, I felt like I rested, you know, I iced, I, I took my little pain meds and mm-hmm. all I didn't take of any of my, I didn't take any of my pain meds. Like, cause man, I, I didn't have, it. I didn't have any pain <laughs> at all. It was a little discomfort, but I didn't have any pain at all. I just took, I think they might give me like some antibiotics or something. Like I took those, but. Other than yeah. that, I think they may have gave me like some Vicodins or something, and I never okay. took a single one. Is it reversible? Yeah, it's reversible. It's like four thousand dollars. Yeah, it, it was covered under my insurance plan, so I was like, "Let me go ahead and and do it." Yeah. Um. So you know. Um. But yeah, man, it was um. I was quite the experience. Thanks, Mark, for making me tell that uh tell that story. You know. Uh, <laughs> I really didn't, you know. I know we've we been all candid and stuff, but dang, I didn't really think to, you know. We're just going to keep it. Talk about my nuts, but it's all good. We won't tell um, nobody. Right, yeah, yeah, of course not. Um, <laughs> you can edit this out, right? Uh-huh. All right, bet, bet, bet. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, man, <laughs> I guess to make a long story longer, uh yeah, I ain't been to my primary doctor in a couple years because I've been seeing all these other folks. Um, 
the last time I did go though, like I did do like a blood panel test and uh, some other things. Uh, just I wanted to know how I was doing health wise and all that. So yeah, um, really took advantage of that. From there, just kind of trying to you know be more moderately active and uh, do a little bit better job eating. Um, and lose a few pounds in the process. But, um, yeah, other than that, man, it's just, it's been some crazy kinds of situations. Yeah. Yeah. My doctor had a very interesting way of telling me I need to lose weight. He was like, so this is your body fat index right here. <laughs> the insurance said you should be right here. But you're right here. And, uh, you know, I mean, right here is okay, but if you want to get right here, that's really okay, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you look okay, but you probably should be here. You should work on getting there. I'm like, well, okay, Doc. Right. I'm going to lose that extra little 5%. So y'all y'all primary doctors are uh, are men? Yeah. Got a woman. You got a woman? Have you had both? Is there is there a uh, preference? I've had both. Um, I, I like the black woman though. She was uh, she was really good. She retired recently though, so that's part of the reason I ain't been too. So <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't know if I really care if it's a man or a woman. I just want somebody that's gonna be straight up with me and just mm-hmm. give it to me straight. Yeah. Like yeah. don't beat around the bush. If if you think I'm fat, just tell me I'm fat. Tell me mm-hmm. if I need to go on a diet. You know, tell me what to stay away from. Like, um, like the last few months, I've been drinking like crazy amounts of caffeine because I've been doing like a whole bunch of work on the side mm. with remodeling my lady bathroom. And so, you know, that was, you know, messing with my with my kidney mm. or whatever. Mm. And I wasn't doing it. I was drinking too much caffeine and not enough water. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so um, and so he was just like, hey, man, you need to need to chill out you need to get some rest and and cut back on the caffeine and drink some more you know increase your water intake and so i was appreciative of that mm-hmm. yeah no I, I i agree i think i've had both a man and a woman and it, it's usually i think the the woman uh who i had as as my uh primary doctor she yeah she was more open like she would she felt like she was being yeah i guess as you say being real uh and telling me like just straight up as opposed to i don't know i feel like sometimes doctors can't go around you know their their whole procedures and processes um and so it, get, it gets lost in translation and she's just like real like look this is how it is do you want it to be like this or you want it to be like this well you need mm-hmm. to make these changes um but yeah i agree i, I respect that because sometimes i just need like like i need my feedback direct like don't sugarcoat it. Don't go around the bush. Like just give it to me straight up and down, and then and then let me make those changes. What do y'all think about um, you know how how knowledgeable or how how deep are you into like your family history as far as like medical, like your mom, um, dad, or even grandparents? I mean, quite I honestly, been- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I have no idea. Like my dad, even to the day my dad died, he hid his medical history from us completely. Or at least me, like I think my mom may have known, 
but I think he kind of made her swear to secrecy too. So I actually don't know like all the details of what my um, dad had. Um, like, I don't know any of my like family mental illness history. I know a lot of them was just not right up there, but like, I don't know what was like the technicalities of what they were struggling with and what they battled. Um, I just knew that like, you know how how some families can be like, hey, that's your crazy Uncle Ned over there. <laughs> and so that's what I dealt with. And yeah. so, you know, that's why I was so, I felt like it was so important for me to go get checked out because I don't know what runs in my family. And I wanted to make sure whatever it was, I ain't got it. Mm-hmm. So. Or if you do got it, you know, you know I can, how to manage or get in front of it. Present- Absolutely. Yeah. And what about you, H? Yeah, no, my, my family history scares me, man. Like, honestly, because, um, you know, a lot of the things are hereditary. And when I, I look at, I, again, I don't know deeply my family history, but just speaking from, like, my parents and then uh, some of their siblings and, and and maybe going back to grandparents, like, my parents died young. Like, my mom, 58, mm. my dad, 62. Uh, so, like, thinking to some of the complications that both of them had uh like my dad eventually it became, like he had high blood pressure but my pops was like when it came to salt man it was ridiculous like I'm, mark i'm sure mark you didn't see right like yeah. my dad like he'd get a plate of something and he'd just be like <laughs> and i'd be like Pops, that's that's a, and he just still going. He's like, nah, this ain't got no flavor, uh huh. So <laughs> everything, everything, like you know, everything. So he had high blood pressure. Um, the heart failure, like that, just came all of a sudden, and it was really surprising. And honestly, I think you know, before my dad passed, I think he knew. Um, because mm-hmm. because you know, you look at some of the the moves he made before he passed, uh, and it seemed like he was making a a round trip, you know, just to kind of close some loose ends. Uh, and so I think he kept that close to him. Um, and, and, and same thing with my mom, like my mom, uh, she had cancer. She got, you know, got rid of the cancer and then she had some heart issues and then cancer came back. Uh, so, you know, I think about all those things. Then I think about my dad's addiction and I can see like some of those, like, you know, addiction I feel is also hereditary and I like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's run through my family and I can kind of see some of those those triggers coming up in me, like not necessarily alcohol and, and drugs or whatnot. But like I have addictions in other way, uh, in other ways that, or, you know, that personality trait in other ways. Yeah. Um, so just being a, for me, being able to like recognize that and then like use my family as a cautionary tale of like, you know what? I'm not even going to like I don't drink like. I mean, tonight is like a, a random occasion that I decided to drink. Like normally, I'm crazy I with no margaritas, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, every once in a while. But like, you know, when you go to the doctor and they're like, "How many drinks do you like? How often do you drink?" It's like, uh, I, I really don't like, um, mm-hmm. or or smoke or any of those things. Again, because my mom and dad was smokers, and you know the cancer. So like, you know, for me, it, it's a, it's a scare, and so. I, I try to avoid those things. And then, you know, like Mark said, like going to the doctors is validation so I can get in front of it and be like, 
look, if if I am going to get high blood pressure or diabetes or any of those signs are coming up, then I mm-hmm. need to start making or maintaining lifestyle changes. No, yeah, that's the and that's the same reasons why like I don't smoke or drink. And it's it's always crazy when I go to the doctor because they look at me like I'm crazy when I tell them that I don't smoke and I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and they're like, well, what you do? I'm like, <laughs> nothing. I'll be chilling. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I might have an edible every now and then, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, man, it's, that's, it's really important to, um, you know, at least begin to try to investigate, you know, your family, uh, history, um, like some of that stuff, uh, like, like Mark, like you said, is, can be really preventative just by, um, going, you know, having these regular kinds of physicals and checkups and different things like that. Um, you know, like even, and, uh, again, like knowing maybe what, what, um, issues that, that, uh, your grandparents had. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my dad's side, like, you know, uh, uh, you said like heart disease and stuff like that. Um, or even different types of cancers, um, has been, uh, noted in my family. So, um, you know, just knowing that I, I, I make sure I will make sure to be, you know, screened for those kinds of things too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially around this age, you start to, you know, hit that mm-hmm. 40, 40 to 50 range. My parents are both 60 years old this year. So, um, you know, they, I'm, I'm kind of like on them to make sure that they, you know, checking out this stuff too. Um, and, and, uh, really trying to be more preventative. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's so important to do like when, I think when, uh, when they ask those questions at the, like they ask those questions about your family's medical history and and at the doctor. And I, I really hope like, it's not, I hope it's not that common where, you know, families aren't passing down the, you know, the knowledge of, what people have died from and different kinds of things like that. If they are, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Congenitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they are, uh, congenitive or, uh, those family kind of traits, uh, to be noted, notif- um, you know, uh, notify each other about. The, the crazy thing is that like, for some reason, I feel that like, holding your cards close as far as your health and, and like the black community. And I'm just speaking from my experience. Um, it's like a sign of strength, right? Like my, my parents wouldn't tell me of certain medical issues as like, you know, I'm, I'm the, the patriarch or the matriarch of the family. And I don't want to put that worry or that burden on you. So I'm, I'm going to keep that to my chest and I'm going to just handle it. And, and, and I'm gonna deal with it. Um, and it's, I think that's unfortunate, right? Cause like you, if you go in with that mentality, you, you rob, you know, everybody of being able, you know, rob your uh, children or your family of being able to offer you support. And also you rob them of that knowledge of like understanding what that condition is and then how they can move forward in, in preventing that. See, but it's it's been our generation and generation be below us that's we've been the turning points and what we identify strength what strength really is right mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. changing that narrative of you know balling everything all in isn't healthy mm-hmm. and you know a lot of us are still trying to teach our parents that like yo 
this isn't doing you any good by keeping it all in like let us in let us help and you can it can save your life in the long run Mm -hmm. but you know a lot of our parents they weren't trying to hear all that because that's not what their parents told them and so we're rewriting that what strength really is Mm -hmm. what courage really looks like what actual good health physical health and what good mental health actually looks like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know i think it's 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 a couple things um for our parents it was obviously a different time a different kind of different culture so to speak um different value system um so i mean that that could have a lot to do with that uh thing now like our our age or generation again is starting to talk about these things more mm-hmm. and more open about it uh which is great um one of the things i i think that we sometimes might take for granted is is again just that that knowledge of lineage and being able to pass that down mm-hmm. um do you guys do anything like uh photo albums or family trees and stuff like that I don't honestly I don't have much of anything any of that stuff anymore um a lot of that stuff just just because I've had like really difficult like living arrangements as a kid where you know homelessness and or just losing houses or you know getting evicted and just stuff like that or just parents not really keeping up with it um I wasn't fortunate enough to like really have a lot of old pictures um I remember at one point I did like scan and save a lot of stuff um when I had a scanner and so I do have a nice amount from my childhood but I don't have enough to really be like yo this is this and this is who like on my dad's side I can't trace back further than my grandmother and my grandfather on my dad's side like that's that's as far as I know um and I I can go a little bit further just on my mom's side like her mom, like my grandmother's mother and my granddad's mother. Like, that's it. That's all I know. Yeah, I was just recently talking to some coworkers about, uh, you know, like my ancestry. And I was thinking like, man, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, I, I like, I have, like, I'm interested, you know, you, you have all those tests, like the, um, my ancestry the something 24 me or whatever it's called i don't know the names but um like i'm i'm really interested in actually we we may that might, that might be a great gift uh, idea for christmas um but i was actually thinking about buying those because like i think they're still on sale right now for like mm. mad cheap well uh uh a secret well i hope it's not a secret but a tip usually the public libraries have those uh, kinds of resources for free. Oh, okay. look at that dropping gems. Right. Okay, Mr. Community Director. Right, right. I mean, I started looking into it myself, but then uh, COVID happened. So, um, but yeah, man, it was. Uh, I'm sorry, Henry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, it's like it's all good. No, I was just saying that, like, like I'm really interested in those uh, aspects because, like, I feel like very disconnected from like my ancestry and uh you know and like i am with pauline and her family um 
her 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 mom and her dad right like they're like uh like first world immigrants into america so like they they know their mm-hmm. lineage right um yeah. and i think like a missed opportunity for us or at, like, at least for me is that like you know when my parents were here or my grandparents were here i, I didn't want to sit sit down and listen to those stories right and now i look back and i'm like man I wish my, my mom or dad was here so I can at least ask those questions and was like, what, what was, what was grandma like or granddad like, or such and such was like, um, cause you know, a lot of our history is told through storytelling. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so those are now that my parents have passed, like, I don't like some of that history is just lost, right. um, for me, unfortunately. Uh, so I'm hoping that I can capture some of that hopefully with, you know, connecting with, you know, one of these, these resources and maybe seeking out some, some family members that I just haven't really uh, spoke to who, who can tell the story and, and give me some insight. Man, you know, um, yeah, they, they, libraries have genealogy sections and, uh, people that are experts that could help you kind of navigate that too. Um, and when you're talking about that, it kind of really got me emotional. Um, I remember, uh, before my grandmother passed, having some time to uh, ask her just about, you know, her upbringing and, you know, what she remembered of her, her grandparents and um, things like that. So uh, you really just made me kind of think about that, um, having that chance to sit down and, and talk to her about those kinds of things. But I think like just this verbal history that, you know, we have, um, man, we, we really got to, make sure it's, it's continued to be passed down. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So, so, so thinking of that, I mean, how, how are you all doing those things with, I mean, your children, right? Like, how are you giving them the history, the, the lineage and, and the education of all the things that we have just discussed? Man, like with mine, I'm just now really starting to, give them like kind of like a peek into where I come, where I come from, um, how I grew up and all of that, you know, they're just now really, you know, nine and I guess almost 11. Um, they're just not really even capable of slightly understanding mm. just because my kids have been so privileged in the way they've grown up that man, they really don't understand the life. Like I came from, Mm-hmm. Like it's so much to comprehend and take in, um, and it's so different from what they see. Mm-hmm. Not only on TV, but just in real life. You know, they're really, really, really sheltered, and so I don't think they can truly comprehend poor. Mm. Like, just <laughs> like they don't know what it's like to not have lights or running water or. Mm-hmm you know the basics they don't they don't know like mm-hmm. you know they hey let's go get this real quick let's go buy this like no that's as a kid that wasn't possible for me mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like if i told you you only had to eat crackers and water for dinner you would flip out mm-hmm. like they can't even comprehend that Oh, you want something sweet? You better add some sugar to that water. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. I, I don't know, Mark, man. I think you got to give him a little bit more credit than that. You know what I'm saying? Let him know. Let him nah, know. I, listen, man, I've tried. They were like, what? You, daddy? But you, you famous. Hey, drop him in the hood. Drop, yeah. drop <laughs> him in the hood. <laughs> oh, I, I've drove, I've driven them past, and they be like, mm-mm. <laughs> Lock that door. <laughs> yeah. Y'all funny, man. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I think, uh, you know, so I'm glad my uh, my parents are um, still alive. Uh, and she got my wife's parents, his grandparents. So um, I think having them to be able to benefit from that connection with, you know, their ancestors in that way um, is really important. To, again, because they, they have a lot of knowledge, right? Um about maybe even some family members I haven't seen in, in a while. So um, they can pass that info down too. Uh, but then also, um, man, so I kind of hated taking pictures for a while. Like, I'm like, man, I just want to enjoy the moment. <laughs> so, um, but I do see the benefit in being able to, um, again, you know, have a family photo albums, um, like, Growing up, man, we probably had maybe like ten or fifteen, like just family photo albums from different uh, different parts of our family. Yeah. And uh, you know, so I, I would certainly like to. I can't tell you where those are right now, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think finding a way, whether it's uh, you know, storing them somewhere safe digitally, mm-hmm. um, but also you know, having them in a home or whatever and being able to just kind of go through those. Um, every now and then I do pull out like some old pictures from childhood and stuff like that. And my daughter likes looking at them. Uh, so that's always pretty fun to talk about too with her. Um, but yeah, just being able to, you know, talk about that lineage, uh, from that kind of standpoint with, with pictures and stuff with, with your kids, I think is important. Uh, understanding like where they come from uh, i think the 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 most difficult part is uh is is you know just our history in america from uh you know and, and not really knowing what it what it was previous to uh most likely being you know descendants of africans mm-hmm. um so i think that's probably the 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 thing that I want to continue to figure out and dive into more. Um, Same. Yeah. One of the, one of the, uh, I don't know if y'all seen this on Netflix and then I'm gonna shut up is, uh, that documentary high on the hog, uh, that, that explores like, uh, African American cooking, but it, it looks at roots from Africa and, uh, how that was foundational here and America and how African-Americans really shaped uh, what we know is American food today. Mm-hmm. And so, so I think like stuff like that, man, I got kind of teary eyed watching that too. Like it, it was deep, man. It was I, deep. Have an, I have an idea of it. I think I seen like a snippet of it when they were talking about like yams and they were like, yeah. like we've never actually eaten a yam, but we always call it like candy yams, and it's really just mm-hmm. sweet potatoes. But we've never actually eaten a yam because yams look way different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that, man. Uh, even even like okra, mm-hmm. like, 
like growing up eating okra and stuff like that like i had no idea about you know just some of the beginnings of that too so mm-hmm. um yeah it's really uh it really just kind of makes you uh think about all those kinds of things and hopefully wanting to feel more connected to you know our our, our deeper roots you know what let's just go ahead and do that that's we should all get a ancestry test unless i'm one. down for sure um well, i think you got to go a step farther because the ancestry tests only give you like you know the parts of maybe the african countries that you're most likely to have came from before i was really interrupted my bad now, my bad go ahead, i was bro. gonna say we got it we should do the ancestry test and like the and like the the lineage test too so it's two different ones it's one that tell you like what parts of the country of africa or which part of the continents you're from or the continent you're from or whatever which country and it's one that actually tell you like your lineage they'll tell you what people you're related to that mm-hmm. have like their dna in the database hmm. and so like if you you can have a shoot you can have a twin brother and they were like, well, this person is a 99.9% match of your DNA. And they'll give you the name and location of them if they have it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to take both of those. And so, um, yeah, I just want to take both of those because, for one, whatever country in Africa that I'm like most from, like I want to plan a trip in the next few years to just go visit it yeah, and see like where my roots really came from. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. And so like that's, that's been a goal of mine for a long time, actually. The, uh, the, the thing that I like about the, um, genealogy piece from like the library Mm -hmm. is like, they can look up like government records or county records and those kinds of things so you know anytime somebody died long as it's recorded anytime somebody was born or um you know maybe they were in the armed services or something like that like all that stuff is um you know documented in 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 most cases um so you know it's different stuff like that that they can help you search through too long as you know kind of got some idea of um maybe some of your your ancestors' names and locations or where they might have been in around the time that they were living. Got you. But no man, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's all get one and just take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I've I've been like lately I've been digging um like just anything that has to do with like the the like slavery and and all like just learning about that portion of history um because you i'm sure you all have heard the quote like i i am my ancestors wildest dream Mm -hmm. like that quote resonates with me so so much um and for and for me to like put that into perspective like i watch these things these documentaries or i read this part these parts of history just so i can have a better understanding of like what that means for me um and just to think that like you know less than like it wasn't that long ago like there are still people alive where like the way that our lifestyles are right now 
this would be beyond their imagination that like this was even possible for mm-hmm. a person of our stature and and you know and his motivation to me like anytime like i feel like i'm not doing enough or i'm not where i want to be or any of those things i'm like you know what what i have going on right now is beyond yeah <laughs> my ancestors wildest dreams um so it kind of uh, grounds me you know there's a guy born in 1961 yeah there's a guy i want to say either in mississippi or texas and i want to say he's like 71 years old he was actually born a slave think about that he's only 71 mm-hmm. he was born a slave because his parents like he had no idea that like the civil rights movement was happening because he didn't have access to TV or radio or anything. So he had no idea any of that stuff was happening because he was living on the plantation. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it is. So, um, so, but yeah, I, that, 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 that quote resonates with me as well because I have, I wanna say a great, great uncle that was, maybe it's maybe three times great but even though it wasn't that long ago but he was a freedom rider mm-hmm. that was murdered in like mississippi mm. um and it was like it's well documented i have the article saved somewhere but i want to say it was like my grandmother's uncle and you have to pull that out man yeah, yeah. and so um uh, the, and those are things that we should be sharing like i feel that we need to share with our children right because like I think we're blessed in our in our age that like we can digitalize uh, photos and photo albums. And so that record is better kept that way because, I mean, you can go back and look at some photos and I mean, those were they faded. You can't even tell who is who in those photos and being able to like reserve all the or preserve all those things, I think, is is a beautiful thing. And then I just going back to what Chris said about like having having his children be able to like spend time with his mom and his dad and their, you know essentially their grandparents on both sides like i didn't realize how powerful that was for me like because i used to hate it so much <laughs> but like every sunday having to like go to my granny house and all of my uncles and and, and uh aunties would be there and they would play blues all this like i hated that but then now you know like now like i embrace it and i like actually miss some of those times and like you know i i play blues now like you know like that's and and for me i feel like that's like residual culture right that like you you kind of like you get some of um and it just becomes ingrained in you and so now like you know me and charlie we just chilling you know i throw i throw on some blues because i want one i want her to have some flavor um but also (laughs) but also you know give her some of that that culture or or torture you know whatever it is but hopefully she grows to respect that no yeah man i live for those moments that was um you know i I always consider myself my my dad's mother my grandmother's favorite grandchild because we spent the most time together you know listening she was the one i always say my grandmother was like my version of maya angelou because the way she told stories so vividly and I always credit her to my ability to tell stories and and she curated uh the way I became a writer mm. is because of the way she told stories and painted that picture for me mm. 
and I would always sit next to her. I was always in the kitchen helping her, and she would tell me how, you know, she didn't like Aretha Franklin because they liked the same boy when they was in church, and <laughs> she used to be in love with B.B. King, and, you know, so I grew up, you know, listening to Coco Taylor, B.B. King, Miles Davis, and all the Motown stuff because I grew up not far from um, the Motown Hits Muse- Hitsville Museum. And so I, I, I did always appreciate that stuff, but, um, and I'm happy that my cousins on my mom's side though, we're doing like a, a we're doing our first family reunion. Oh, and we're putting that, on. yeah, we're putting that on and it's gonna be next summer. And it's so great because we have, you know, our great grandmother's brother, you know, at least is still around. He's older, he's around like 80 or so, but you know, we all get to, all of the cousins get to get together. We're calling the cousins reunion yeah. um, because we're putting it on. That's cool, man. Yeah. And it's yeah, the first dope. generation that like, we're pretty much all healthy. You know what I'm saying? We're all healthy. We, you know, most of us have like a, a tremendous amount of, like we're all doing good in life. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, man, we really, we're really blessed. Like our generation. I mean, we've lost a few cousins, but for the most part, we're all doing good and we can all like put this together since our parents never put it together and bring, you know, all the generations together. And we're going to sit them down and we're like, we're going to do all this and y'all get to see our babies and yeah. all of that. Yeah, Chris, man. You took me to my first, uh, my first family reunion. Who? Chris did. Yeah, I, I like I never had a family reunion for my family, but I remember going to a family reunion with you, Chris. Uh, was it here in Flint? I it had to be. It had to be in Flint because we didn't we didn't travel anywhere. Um, okay. But yeah, I, yeah. I do so remember. I just came to my crib, man. You sneak it. <laughs> no, it was at a park or something. I remember you. Oh. You getting me in? And I felt man, like a, oh. I felt like a cousin. I, I just you know I was like yeah I'm old cousin cuz from from you know. <laughs> hey, I mean you know what I'm saying that's how it is, man. Like. I really miss family reunions. Like, I don't think my, my wife had never been to one uh, in her family. And, like, they, I guess, had connected with some relatives that they found from uh, South Carolina. So we drove down there for that and went to that. That was, uh, I think, maybe the uh, summer of 2019 we did that. Um, but that was cool, like for her to see and kind of meet with uh, a different side of her family she never met before. Uh, I don't even think her her parents had ever remember meeting them before, so it was cool. But um, yeah, man, we we man, I think I've been to quite a few uh, family reunions uh, from on my mom's side and my dad's side. Um, at least here in Flint, like. We got a lot of Collins family here, <laughs> so so like I mean it was kind of easy to do that here um, with with a lot of our relatives, um, but like even um, like now I mean in recent years like it, it hasn't been that same kind of connection, and mm-hmm. I think that's something that I've been pre- kind of missing a lot. So mm-hmm. um, one thing I did decide to do was at least try to go and visit you know, other family members in different parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, we're going to go to Nashville, uh, Tennessee, uh, in a couple months uh, to try and connect with family down there. 
I got family up in New Hampshire that I want to go visit. So I'm trying to figure out when to plan out. <laughs> we traveled up there once when I was a kid in, in, in like the middle of, uh, that was over Thanksgiving. So you can imagine the, the weather, mm-hmm. trying to uh, drive through New York and all that kind of stuff. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, man, I, I think, uh, Family reunions, man, they, 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 they fun. It's always great to connect. I know it's a headache for the people to plan. That's in charge of planning. Such <laughs> wherever, a headache. Wherever the whole, whole city is going to be. But, uh, man, it, it's so good to connect, though. Uh, I kind of miss them. It's important. I think that's dope that you, you all are doing that, Mark. Because I think, yeah. unfortunately, you know, if you don't do that, then, like, funerals end up being... Yeah, the, the the family and and it's not you know that's not the best occasion and that's that's exactly what was happening and so we were like yeah we got to change this and we don't want to just continue to see everybody at funerals right mm-hmm. and so that's that's really what made us make that change and put yeah, one together because because I feel like a family reunion is a time to share those stories and and that culture and I feel like yeah f- funerals just aren't the right like you know everybody's not in the right mind space because emotions. Mm-hmm. Whew, emotions are high at funerals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's it's never the right time. You like, yeah, I ain't seen you in a minute, but you know, we stressing and so high by. But no, yeah. that's important. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the last couple of times kind of being like that, um, when a few of my relatives had passed away, like uh seeing folks I ain't seen and since I was, you know, 10, 11 years old or whatever, uh, for the first time in, in that long was um under uh you know uh those kinds of circumstances but uh yeah man I, at, one, at one point i was just like you know what let's just go visit like what you know what are we gonna wait for um i think uh like my last my oldest my last oldest living relative is in east st louis uh it's my my grandfather's sister so my great aunt um is still alive so um, you know, I remember being able to call her, talk to her before, um, I was going to get married a few years ago and, you know, was able to send her like, you know, pictures and stuff of, of my family. Um, you know, so, you know, just being able to share those kinds of things with, mm-hmm. with ancestors, man, is, is I think huge too. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make a trip down there to visit her, uh, too, you know what I'm saying? But it's been kind of hard these last couple of years, right? All right. Right. You know, with everything happening so you don't want to put nobody in a you know compromising situation right right for sure you know, I, i've noticed that like it, it is like a, a cultural thing like the whole family reunion and and only connecting during those times because like pauline's family her mom's sicilian uh and <laughs> sicilian families get invited to everything right like yeah. Charlie is about to have her first, like, my daughter is about to be one, so she's about to have her first birthday party. Y'all got the invite, right? Y'all, y'all gonna be there, right? I ain't get it from you. No, like... it didn't come from me. It came from Pauline. Yeah, I did. Uh, I got okay. it, though. All right, cool. Yeah, um, we got it. Okay. Um. So, so, yeah, Charlie about to be one, and her mom is, like, like inviting people from Italy. Like, people yeah. we ain't even met yet, right? Like, so, <laughs> you know, like, they... They stay connected already. Like her mom is on the phone with Italy 
in the morning every day, right? Like with people from Sicily or Italy every well, day. I think, I think a part of that is still like it, even if people can't travel, like being able to send like those kinds of uh, you know updates to different parts of your family. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think you know being so digital nowadays, like we kind of forget to do that mm-hmm. and write letters and you know send postcards, pictures, or whatever it is. Um, I want to get back to doing that more. Yeah. But they actually show up, though. That's what I'm, I'm sure. saying. I'm sure. They actually show I mean, <laughs> all the people at our wedding, like... <laughs> yeah. Those, those are distant family members that I ain't met since me and Pauline been dating for 10 years. It was like, oh, you, you cousin uh, Giovanni? What's up, Giovanni? <laughs> hey, cuz. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, two times. it's just different. They got nicknames like that. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tony two times. Tony two times. You 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 so stereotypical. <laughs> Can't believe you. Man, that's what that's what American culture has done. <laughs> right. Blame TV. Blame Hollywood. But yeah, man, that's dope though. I'm glad we are all uh on point. We're getting our checkups. Yes. Get those um, checkups. Yeah, man. Get those checkups done. And I'm and I'm glad. At least, you know, I'm reaching back and having family uh, reunions and Chris be having them. H, I'm going to invite you to mine, man. If you want to come to Florida next summer. Hey, invite me. I, I like a good you know, family reunion. We, I like uh, meeting cousins. We rent the mansion. <laughs> oh, y'all rent the mansion? Oh, yeah, yeah. i come down there for that, too. Let me know. Right. We rent, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's big, too. It's like a 15-room mansion or something like that. Yeah. Oh, y'all doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's got its own pool and a big yard and all that. So we can do like field day at the at the mansion. Everybody wake up. We had a few cooks in the family. They can wake up and cook breakfast for everybody and we all stay there. Yeah. And ain't nobody gotta leave. And That's your mom's it, side or your dad's side? My mom's side. Mom's side. I honestly I think, you know, anytime you can like do that with um uh, people you have really close connections with is is dope man like i mm-hmm. like we have uh reunions with my uh fraternity that i cross with um you know this friend group uh you know meeting up with you guys and doing hey, different- hey, people in fraternities always trying to shout out their fraternity somehow right. they're always trying to plug you yeah. know me hey, and- you know <laughs> respect no D. um but yeah you know it's it's uh it's just one of those things that you know it's great to continue to have connection with and to be able to convene and, and, and fellowship with folks. So, yeah, being connected in general is just important, man. And like, I think we take it for granted. I know I take it for granted. Like I am the worst at staying connected with folks. Yeah. Like, like being 30 minutes late for uh, the <laughs> podcast. Or, you know, uh, <laughs> all good, uh, yeah. Like I, I suck at being connected. Um, but but every time I like force myself to like do something or go to some social engagement with you know people I hadn't seen in a while, uh, like it do rejuvenate a part of me. And mm-hmm. I think you know for my mental health, I think that is uh, important. And I always tell myself like, hey, I, sh- I should probably do this more. But then you know I become a hermit and I and I don't. Um, but then that's why I do things like this. Like like I said, like even us meeting every couple of weeks to do this or hopefully 
soon every week again uh to do this is 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 refreshing um just to have that some sort of connection with people that you love and admire i said i love y'all y'all, y'all get that oh yeah yeah love you too. I, mean, I mean i was waiting on the thought to be complete i was like <laughs> and what else okay i'm listening <laughs> but uh so i mean any any more to say are we are we we good you ready to go back to sleep? You about to have another margarita? <laughs> hey, it's the war off now. Yeah, it's bedtime. Hey, I, man, I, I think I'm going to get some, man, and just, you know. Hey, that's my mark. Is that strawberry? <laughs> no, yeah. that's a little like, that, that strawberry? I thought it was mango. Oh, yeah, no, no, mango is yellow. Hey, that's the exact one that I was drinking. That's it. That ain't even real man, margarita. That's... that's all. That's straight tequila. This boy, 13.9%. Yeah, it's, it's it, strong. Yeah, it's it's good. It's great flavor. Yeah, I remember when the, when they when the buzz was really hot on them joints. I had one that got some. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, had me on, had me sitting back feeling good. So, hey, that's how I always feel yeah. until I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> well, fellas, well before we wrap up, it's that time. And you want to share dad moment or uh, you got a dad joke? What's up? <laughs> I'm I'm in for the dad moment. Oh, let me tell you. Let me circle back around because the last time I told y'all about my son shooting his shot, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hear now, let me go. tell you the second part about what happened, y'all. Man, remember he was like eager to play a song, right? Mm. I don't know what song he played. But it was wildly inappropriate. Was I'm talking about rolling? like, I don't think it was hip rolling, but it was definitely one of them bend over, pop that thing type song. Oh man, he ain't playing no blue face, did he? I don't know <laughs> what he played, but he played this for the girl, and the mama had to come out like, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh, you can't oh. play that. And he was like, man, I I just played this song because uh, my stepbrother was playing this song, and so I just played whatever was right there. On the screen, I'm like, oh. see, that's what's wrong with these kids these days. They ain't got no, they ain't got no R and B. Right, played the raunchiest of the raunchy. Because <laughs> if he had some R and B, he'd have been straight. He would have got away with it. But they ain't got no R and B these days. But like, yo, we listen to like, like I don't listen to raunchy music around my kids. Like I listen to like a Bruno Mars or like I listen to. I, I listen to legit R&B around them. Right, but that's old folk music to them. Like, that's us t- listening to our parents' music. Like, man, uh, nobody want to listen to that crap. That's old folk music to them, unfortunately. Man. Yeah, but dog <laughs> dog played the most raunchies of raunchy and was like, yeah, what's up? Come dance with me. <laughs> hey, you shooting a shot. Yeah. And so, you know, she ended up cutting it off and changing the music. But, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with that boy. He get it from his daddy. Nah, <laughs> I would I definitely would have played some legit R&B. I probably would have just sang to her. Oh, you would have. I know you would have. And tried to rope me in there with you. Man, what? <laughs> I remember them old days trying to get Man. me to rope me in to sing, serenade off, some girls. We'd have had some of the best wingman moments ever. That's true. I ain't gonna deny it. 
Ain't but it was always your idea. That's a the lie. Funny, the funny wing man moments were uh, on three way using three way. <laughs> See, and we ain't do those. We had most of ours was like in person. Yeah, I was in person too. I'm just saying, you know. I, was, no, I mean, if you, hey, Chris, if you ain't got no game in person, just say that. I ain't never, I ain't never done the three way, but I know what you're talking about. But I ain't never done it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been in person. Either. Uh, how you get the number? You get the number from being in person. Well, see, I'm a step ahead of you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that cleanup. <laughs> right. It ain't really cleaned up, but yeah, it was, it was cute. Uh, that's what's up. Um, nah, man, I'm excited, man. Like it's been a whole year. Uh, that's my dad moment, right? Like Charlie about to be one. Uh, but you ain't did nothing. You only babysat her once. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I pay for these lights. I pay for this roof. <laughs> you got clothes on your back. All right, she got clothes on her back. I don't know if I pay for them though, but I'll be paying for some stuff. That's all I'm saying. But no, I'm I'm excited. Uh, cause it's crazy, man. It's like we uh we are looking to put Charlie into um daycare uh this fall. Uh, and so we, we've been uh, looking at Montessori schools. And so we went to a Montessori school to kind of like do a tour. Uh, and the lady was telling us stuff that Charlie going to be doing. And I'm like, I mean, she's still crawling. I don't see her washing her own <laughs> dishes and putting her own snacks away. But OK, <laughs> like, you know, I'm I'm getting giddy and excited. I'm like, I mean, if you say she's going to be doing those things, then you got me sold uh so like that that is really that's my dad like that was even though she's not able to do those things i can like envision her mm. being able to do those things and it, it makes me excited to see like because you know the montessori uh philosophy is all about like teaching them independence um and being able to see her be independent is going to be crazy as essentially still i mean she's still a baby um but yeah, I'm, I'm, that's that's my dad moment. I'm I'm excited to see how her going to daycare is going to um, evolve her personality. That's what's up. Yeah, my dad moment, man, was um, we did a couple birthday parties a few weeks ago, uh, or yeah. la- last weekend actually. And my I kid, get invite um, too. Huh? He did. He huh? sent out invites. I did. I invited y'all scrubs. No, yeah. you didn't. Yeah, wow. he did. I personally so- invited you, Mark. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, I got to do X, Y, Z. And do, 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 do. I don't remember that. All right. Some some reason, Mark, that <laughs> you, said invite- you said you was doing something with the kids, man. You don't even remember that, do you? Oh, yeah, you gave me that same excuse, too. See? Um, he ain't do but, nothing with the kids. No, we did. We, we did have a busy right. weekend. What y'all do? What y'all do? <laughs> Um, Mark, whatever I use the same invite that you use, Chris. And for some reason, Pauline said that uh, your phone won't allow the invite to come through. My phone? No, no, uh, uh, Mark's. Oh, like oh, we my... tried to send an invite to you and it wouldn't, yeah, because she, said she it sent it to me through. on Facebook or whatever. Oh, she, she used your phone number and it wasn't allowing it to come through. Oh, oh. yeah, because no, but she had moment of the week. I'm sorry, uh, my bad, my bad. Yes, but I didn't get no invite. I don't remember that. Man, you verbally God. told me. Yes, bro. 
don't know. Anyway, it's all good, man. It's all good, you know. Like even even on the day, you know, when you came up to take pictures at the stadium, I was like, yeah, Mark. Um, you know, I'm going to set up for the kids' birthday. Y'all can roll through. But anyway, it's all good. So, <laughs> Chris, you missing some kids in that picture back there? Cause I don't see five. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, guy. What's your dad moment? My yeah, bad. Go ahead, man. Anyway, <laughs> man, my kids turned. Uh, my son Raiden turned four uh, a couple weeks ago, or last week, and then my youngest is turning two in another week. Your so, youngest is about to be two. Yeah. Goodness gracious! Time goes um, by. I know, I know. So that man, that's it's just been fun watching them grow up so far. So and then my 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 daughter, she we did like a so we did a couple things. We did like a drive by graduation celebration. Uh, Mark came through, took pictures for that for my daughter. Um, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You took like cap and gown <laughs> pictures, and we used. Oh, them. I thought you meant at a drive through. No, you weren't there. I know. That's what I was like. No, I didn't. <laughs> wow. So, man, but other than that, man, it was it was a it was a proud little moment, man. I got my uh, I got these Lion King socks that's got uh, Mufasa on it and Simba, and uh, I wear them anytime. You know, it's, it's it's something about to be big with the kids, so I was able to put them on for that. Yo, so, dad socks, I dig it. Yeah, yeah. So get you a pair. Yeah, I'm gonna have to step my game up. I don't even like wearing socks in the summer. <laughs> Wait, your feet just be out? No, I just don't wear socks. So your shoes stink. Right. My shoes don't stink. Oh. My shoes be clean. Ooh, musty. No. <laughs> I just washed all my shoes yesterday, too. Now you wash your my... shoes? Yeah, I washed my summer shoes. Okay. All right, man. That's a whole nother level, man. You know, yeah, Mark, oh man, washing his summer shoes. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I got summer shoes, and I got any other time shoes. Hey, uh, respect. Well, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, thank you for visiting us for another episode of the Patriarch Pod. <laughs> Peace. All right.